Hi, everyone. Today is Wednesday, December the 23rd of 2020. And welcome to Rudy's Psychic Meetup. And today stepping in for Rudy is Barefoot Doc, a fellow Patreon, and they managed to work it out. Rudy is working on the road today. Nice to see you. And you're coming from Australia. Hi, Sam. Yes, I am. And it's actually Christmas Eve where I am. <laughs> ah, so if you want to tell the newbies a little bit about you, because we've had quite a few people join in the last month who have no idea how this works. And, you know, if you want to give them some background. Sure. Um, I am a fully qualified acupuncturist and Chinese medicine herbalist. And um, I also apparently have a gift. So most of you here probably have gifts too, I would think. Um, I found Sam, I think at the end of 2018, I joined the uh, Patreon in, gosh, no, it must have been 2017, Sam. You started in 2018, didn't you? Uh, actually, January of 2019 was when I started. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> I'm losing years. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> it hasn't so been that long. Actually, I'm coming up on my second anniversary in January. Wow. So I started on the Patreon in April of 2019 then. Yes, you were very uh, early. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm an OG. That qualifies me, doesn't yes. it? <laughs> yes, you are an OG. Uh, I love this group. This group is such an amazing combination of contrarian thinkers and woo-woo gifted people. It's just brilliant. So if you're new to Patreon, for Sam's Patreon, please hop on Discord. There are the most amazing conversations there and great tips either on cryptos or on woo-woo. And um, you'll have a ball. The people here are very forgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get started with those questions and see what limits I can push tonight. Hi, Sam and Doc. This is from Tanya Oz. Besides cryptos rising, what are some positive predictions you have for humanity for 2021 and beyond? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Tanya Oz. Well, just the technological advances. I mean, think about it. The cures coming for diseases that I see. I mean, this is the most exciting. This is when people are getting all upset about these different things. And, you know, to have somebody telling you, listen, you know, the climate change thing, it's not as dire as they're predicting. And science will save us. There are things that we can do to save ourselves. I mean, we are, we're polluting the planet. We need to stop polluting the planet. And the, and there are things that everyone can do individually to reduce their footprint. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But these dire predictions and, and, you know, handing a whole bunch of money over to a government. So what they can throw some good parties. I, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Um, you know, it's just the idiot parade. So we need to, um, you know, keep the government out of all of these social issues. They need to just, you know, worry about getting our roads paved and our health care looked after and, you know, homeless people um, put a roof over their head. I mean, they're failing with the very basics that government is supposed to be doing. Why are they branching out into these other areas? I mean, there's such a dismal failure in what it is that they're supposed to be doing. And I see that there's going to be this great awakening in that area. 
right? And you're going to have people who've really turned a blind eye to all of this. Because part of the problem is, is that you have these individuals and not all of them, you know, you, it's like doctors, right? You can have doctors who get in it for the money, surgeons who get in it for the money. I remember um, I met somebody who was in school, you know, in university, and he was already a doctor, but he was training to be a plastic surgeon. And I asked him why, you know, why are you training to be a plastic surgeon? And he says, I like that, you know, if somebody's in this horrible car, disfiguring car accident, I can at least make it look like nothing ever happened to them. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was very noble. I thought, you know what, that's a very good reason to go into plastic surgery. Not that you can do your education here and then move to California and make 5 million, 50 million a year. <laughs> I don't know what they pay. I have no idea. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's the same in, in many situations that you're going to have some people who get in for one reason and some people who get in for others. But the, positive thing about what's coming for the future is because it was driven so far off into the ditch with all these people going to jail that the average person says, why not me? You know, I should run, you know, I've been in, you know, I, I always was sort of the, the, the mother bear for the neighborhood here and I volunteered and part of the PTA and, you know, getting involved when, um, you know, somebody is ill and making sure that they have everything in place. Like there's always individuals and communities who step forward. Why, why, but why not for politics? Because it's so dirty and it's so expensive and, you know, but when we see that change coming for the future, that would be very optimistic. Thanks. This one's from Marnie. Hi, guys. Is it possible that the in-between can see the light and have the courage to go into their next life lesson they know they are supposed to have? Thanks. Oh, yeah, that actually happens eventually. I always tell people, like, don't get upset. It's kind of like what the Catholics call purgatory, the in-between. And I, I think that a lot of it has to do with just people who are afraid to have, like, quote-unquote, they were told it was judgment instead yeah. of an end-of-life review. But eventually right. they get sick of going around the merry-go-round, you know, and realizing they're not where they should be. And, and it's very boring in the in-between as well. So yeah, they move on be. in the light. Yeah, and it's a blessing when they find, like, a medium or somebody who can move them to the in-between. I wish I had. I would say if somebody said to me, Samantha Jane, out of all the abilities that mediums have, is there anyone that you feel you don't have right now that you would wish for? And I would be like to help those things that are, the people caught in between to help them cross over. I wish I had figured out how to do that. Mm. Okay. So from Crypto Watchman, hey, Sam and Barefoot Doc, I've been feeling anxious, sometimes stopping what I'm doing to take a moment to take a deep breath. I haven't been following much of the news or current events, but I'm engrossed in my own family box. Do you think I'm connecting with big changes coming or is it cabin fever? I think that you're connecting with big things coming. I think that, see, for me, you have to look at it from my point of view. Remember I told you guys a few months ago about how 
when I used to do readings and stuff, which are more, they're much more intense than even doing a live stream. And except for maybe ask a medium, ask a medium is pretty intense. That's probably, yeah, that's probably the most intense thing. I probably get the most intense attacks before ask a medium, you know, or I have to run to the other side to get my information. And um, I would say that before it used to be like maybe a three out of 10, but it's been like a nine and a half out of 10. And I've been like, yeah. So from my point of view, I'm like, well, I know what I am. But I know that I'm a light being like everyone else is. So how can they not feel anything? Mm. Right. If it's like a 9.5 on the Richter scale for me, and I'm involved in the ethos and stuff, even if you are doing readings and that kind of thing, you must be getting some sort of residual. Oh, yeah. It's been like batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling it too, yeah. Sam, because I'm really I've really been feeling it, particularly the last couple of weeks for some reason. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, this better be over soon because <laughs> I'm having trouble getting sleep now. And it's affecting me. It's affecting my I, I feel kind of you know. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, oh, you seem like you're so tired. Oh, no, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, right. I know that and I'm having very vivid dreams at night too. And they're all like medium related they're all like woo woo um futuristic you know like i said the 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 woman who was like i told you a story of you guys a story about a i had a dream that there was this woman but she was speaking in tongues but they weren't real tongues and then i started her and that was in my dream that's when i dream it's like i am experiencing that a lot more and i'm remembering which is unusual. Uh, useful too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Crypto Watchman, I love your blab about how you have experienced projecting yourself into an alien spacecraft. Can you tell us about it again for the newbies? What prompted you to project yourself into the spacecraft? Oh, I didn't. It was an accident. It was accidental. <laughs> Yeah, it was early days. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was just there. But I think it was because I was supposed to know about this, you know, where they're on their way here. Maybe this is in the future or something and what they look like and stuff. But I was just there all of a sudden talking to whoever the commander was of that spacecraft. Wow. So Crypto Watchman also asks, what type of alien were you on board or were on board? Well, the one that I would say it has an exoskeleton, so it doesn't look human at all. It has, you know, where we're our skeletons inside and we are, we're fleshy, they would be more like insect-like. Wow. Right, um, but with human, um, like, motions. And they never, it didn't, it did not speak to me. We um, communicated with our minds. Okay. (laughs) That sounds really weird. Did they, did they know? I wasn't afraid either. So I knew I was in the spirit because I was like, okay, I'm definitely not in my sort of human mind because otherwise I'd be scared at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm standing there and this thing that looks like an insect is about at my eye level and I'm standing up and it is sitting down 
Yes. <laughs> and its legs are, and it's kind of leaning over a bit and it's, but it's surprised that I'm there. It's like, you know, it did not realize that any of us had the ability to do that. And then that's where I kind of gave it the warning and said, don't come, don't come here. Oh. So yes, there are ones who are like us and we, we will know your moves ahead of time. So don't come. Wow. So wow. we'll see how that works out. But that was the only one I had. People are like, do you believe in aliens? And I was like, yep, I would project astral projected onto a ship. I believe. And I believe that it wasn't a dream just because of, the way that it was. I mean, it's the same way that I get information with during readings and stuff like that, that comes true. Right. Oh my God. That's amazing, Sam. Thanks for that. The yeah. newbies would be very interested to hear about that. Uh, sure. I know people are writing aliens and everything. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen one before except for that one time. And it was pretty eye opening. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, chicken to admit that, if I hadn't been in the spirit, I probably would have been very frightened. Mm, absolutely. Okay. So I've always wondered about if some magicians are actually gifted psychics, mediums, and also gifted with psychokinesis. Would you be able to name any magicians that are gifted ones? Ooh, interesting. <clears throat> Well, I do believe that there are some who do make deals, right, with, yeah. uh, you know, dark energies, um, the same way that there is mediums who get information from familiar spirits. I mean, not everybody who operates in the realm that I'm operating in or the, the realm that you're operating in operate in the light. And that is a choice. Again, it's free choice. You know, this is this is a free choice place hmm. and you choose to be you know a light worker or a dark worker <laughs> and um are all magicians like that oh no absolutely not i mean the majority you know they just practice their their illusionary you know so it's just illusions hmm. you know we've learned some of the very basic ones some of the very basic tricks some of us know how to do as far as you know, holding a coin and how you do it, manipulate it with your fingers. And we've all learned that stuff as kids, you know, and they're just a level up from that. And I know people have tried to turn it into something spiritual and demonic and they're making a deal with, and it's like very small percentage are doing that. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next one, I am anticipating my two-year-old son's gifts to show through. At what age do you think I will recognise this? I just don't want to be surprised when he confesses and says, I see dead people, lol. <laughs> um, usually by the time they're around four, so when they can verbally communicate to you because they'll talk to you about sometimes the stuff that they're seeing, you know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you see anything yourself, that's very helpful. Like it was for me with the ghost dog and my son seeing the ghost dog and I saw the ghost dog and, you know, and then he was very, very young. I think we were talking about that the other day and I came to the conclusion. I think he was around three or four. Okay. So Sam, with your kids, did they, did you ever catch them chatting to entities when there was nobody else in the room, that type of thing? No, I did not. 
Um, okay, Jackie B. Hi, Sam and Barefoot Doc. Can you blab about portals? How do they open? Does it have to do with the humans at the location and abilities? Well, I think that there's a combination of portals from what I know about them, from what the people on the other side have told me, because um, I've asked about them myself, because um, one of the reasons I don't live in my house right now and I live in the studio is because of the portal. And when I started doing this type of light work, I got the attention of principalities and high places. And I think that that increased the activity in that portal and it affected my son who can still see dead people. And he began being harassed by a shadow person. We called him dark man. And when I asked dark man to show himself to me, he did. And what I saw, I could not get rid of. Like I said, if I could change one thing that I cannot can't seem to master or I just, it, it's not my thing, right? It's like you can only, they, they don't want you being all over the place. You know, when you have abilities, like if you're, you're here to do healing, that's what they want you to do, do healing, right? Yeah. I'm here to be a medium and teach other people about what it's like to be a medium, how maybe they could be a medium or recognize what it is that they have and help other people with the information that they're able to collect. Um, you know, and what information not to share, because again, you know, you don't want to harm anybody, you want to give them information that will be helpful in the long run. Mm. Absolutely. Actually, we'll have to uh, send Steve over to you, Sam, <laughs> for the dark guys. All right. So um, Jackie B also asks, who comes through these portals? Only the in-between other dimensions? Right. So portals are not a good thing, right? Uh -huh. That's, I'm sure everybody got that from my comment. <laughs> yeah, we moved out, you know, dark man, show yourself. Oh my gosh, that is such <laughs> bad news. We are moving out oh until my, my son gets a handle on, you know, then we can move, then, you know, I either sell it or we move back in, you know, so hopefully we can get that handle. I don't have a problem with any of these things because I'm older and I know what it is and I can handle it. You see, knowledge is power in this sort of thing. And that's why I'm glad that, you know, everybody's coming together and, you know, sharing their information and their situations because I don't get all of these situations. But yes, I know portals because I have the one in a million. How I'm mean, actually, you know what? I'm sure where I live, there's probably maybe 130,000 homes and there might be like 10 or 20 that have portals and I happen to move into one that has a portal. Of course. <laughs> it's a very, listen, most places do not have portals. I don't want people to be worried that they might have a portal. It's a very, very small percentage of places. How do they form? I don't really know a hundred percent there. I think that there's some different things that can happen. Um, it's typically in a very, uh, like a very old place. Um, that has many different souls so that you have enough sort of bad experiences in one area. So if you have humans living in an area for four or 500 years, and then you'll have enough cumulative bad experiences mm. to form this portal. Um, it, if you go to places where there's battlegrounds from the Civil War, for example, there's probably a portal there somewhere. 
just from, because again, it's negative. It seems to be a focal point of negativity and it opens this portal and that's how it works. Okay. So is it possible for someone with gifts to close down a portal, Sam? Temporarily, for sure. Um, it's more important to um, avoid the portal. Yeah. And, you know, or close it up, try to seal it in some way. Like, for example, um, I don't know for sure if there was like this well in the basement of the Amneville house. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just going to use that as an example that if you filled that well in, you know, because I guess their story was that that was where the portal came through, you know, but if you fill that well in and you do the different things that they tell you to do, you know, like you salt and sage and have prayers and different things that keep anything from coming through, then that would work for a time for sure. And it's certainly while the person lived in the house or what have you, but anybody who says they can get rid of a portal, I guess I'm suspicious of them, but again, I can't get rid of them. So who am I to say, right? (laughs) We might find someone on the, uh, on the board who can do it. I would would love that. I think that would be great because wouldn't it be great if you could, you actually had a list of people that you could say, well, I don't do this, but I know somebody else who can help you with this problem. So good. Yeah. Another big advantage to belong to this group. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Steve M asks, hi guys. I love the show. Recently, Sam commented that entities on the other side can influence human behavior in a negative way. My question is whether these entities are attracted to certain people and whether some of those people have realized it and actually encourage interaction with these entities for personal gain of some sort. There are some conspiracy theories out there relating to family bloodlines and secret societies, etc. Yeah. Yeah. I know what he's talking about, but I think that a lot of those are rubbish. They're not true. But it is true about the individuals um, liking the attention, you know, like even, um, you know, priests who do exorcisms, some of them have been sucked in by um, accessing information from demons. Asking them. And I'm like, you're so not supposed to do that. I know that. But they just, the knowledge, right, that they can gain from somebody who has even, um, even I guess they call it evening knowledge. That means that they can see and kind of make a good guess as to what it's supposed to be. Whereas God has, like source, has the actual knowledge, the familiar spirits or demonic entities can just guess. They can look and see and then just guess, Mm. right? So do you think that's uh, like an ego thing that makes people reach into those areas where they shouldn't be reaching into? Yes. Mm. Okay. I kind of had that feeling that that might be the case, but. Yeah, Yeah. it's very, that's one of the most dangerous things about having superhuman abilities is that some people think that, you know, they're all that in a bag of chips now, (laughs) instead of (laughs) realizing that, you know, they were just born with this in their DNA and it's so that they can serve 
and then they just need to get over themselves and realize that it's not for them, it's for others. Now, there are people who don't have this, you know, God-given gift and they want to conjure it. And these are the people who might play with things and then like the attention and begin to get drawn into it. And they can get some abilities from that, but it's not from like, they're not, I wouldn't call them a light worker. They would never be able to have knowings like I have knowings, but they would be able to, you know, maybe call a few good horses or something on the racetrack. (laughs) So it kind of comes from a polluted space rather than a clear, clean space. Right. And the intentions are not the best either. And that's another thing that you always want to stay away from, you know, the self-serving stuff. And that's why there's a difference between, you know, supporting blockchain because it's going to change the future, bank the bankless and lift people out of poverty versus, you know, becoming a trader because you're going to make millions of dollars and buy a Lambo and, you know, and spend the money on liquor and horse. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference. Oh my goodness. Okay. So from Rich D. Hi, Sam. Bruno Groning, Groning, Groning was a spiritual healer from the 50s who died but is still helping people today. Do you have any insights on this? And he's got a, a link there. Okay. Well, I would have to review that ahead of time, but I'm going to guess that there's somebody making money off of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, when I die, any of my abilities will die with me. So there'll be no, you know, flogging of Samantha Sheen after I pass. <laughs> you <laughs> mean it's, it's not like an artist who's worth more dead than alive? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm surprised. Hi, Sam, a barefoot doc. Many psychics are talking about ascension from 3D to 5D post December the 21st, 2020. Is this part of the great awakening for mankind? If so, will everyone experience it? Thank you. Well, everyone's going to experience it because they're all we're all here together. There's no separation of the individuals. There that's the first mistake that I see being kind of preached about this ideology that I've been told is not true. Is that people are going to be left behind and stuff. So what's happening is that our, I believe I can feel for myself that the vibrations are increasing and it's become easier for me to access the ethos. And I feel like I am just like everybody else. And it's not like I'm more enlightened or anything like that. That's for sure. In fact, many of you know, things about the woo-woo that I still don't know or have any clue about to be, you know, quite frank with people. Um, So this was just something that I was appointed to do. And that's why I have these abilities. I believe that's what I was told. You know, if you build it, they will come and then we'll back you up and even stuff that I cannot do. They'll give me information about to help the person who can do it, do it better or, manage it, um, believe that they can do it. That's the thing, right? It's a lot of people, they don't believe that they can do it, even though they have results time after time after time. It's just, you know, it's human. <laughs> it's, look, it's completely human. I doubted my abilities. 
I mentioned that before about doubting my abilities and people are like, what, really you? That's so crazy. It's like, yeah, because you've been a part of it and you've seen the videos and you've watched the time stamping. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm only aware of because you guys bring it up and you tell me, oh yeah, I remember when you said this and that, you know, two months ago, or maybe somebody was just watching um, an old replay because they just joined. And then yeah. they'll bring it up. They'll say, oh my gosh, that came true. And I'm like, what? What? And they'd give me the link and I'd be like, and I'd watch it and I'd be like, oh, I did say that. I, see, I was in the lab. I had no <laughs> idea. So again, you know, this wonderful grand experiment, how it's working out, it's been pretty awesome. Isn't the technology wonderful that we can actually capture this stuff and it's recorded? Yeah. It's wonderful. And the timing of all of this, Sam, too, because I know speaking to other people on the board, there are a lot of people who have started to feel things, see things, sense things that maybe yeah. haven't before. Exactly. So this group is so wonderful for that. And I just figure, well, if I'm if my vibrations increasing and I'm a light being just like everybody else is, then why wouldn't everybody else is vibration be increasing as well? I'm feeling it so strongly. And we're all yeah. in this together. So there's really no separation. It's not like we're going from 3D to 5D and gonna leave behind all the this is not true. It's just there's gonna be a period of enlightenment, there's gonna be more people born who have the abilities like what I have. Okay, from DMC. Hi, who created the human race? Who? Oh, those um, Anunnaki uh, people, the ones when they were screwing around with the uh, DNA of the hominids that were already here on the planet because they needed slaves, right? But they needed something above the hominids, more, more intelligent Wowzers. Yeah. Okay. So, and there's just, again, it's against the rules to do that because they had advanced scientific knowledge and they were messing with another society. And, but again, you know, source needing a place to um, sort of go through the training ground of life to move up and learn more, realize that becoming human for a time, there's usefulness in it. Absolutely. Okay, so from This Is Me, hi, Sam and Doc. Are other universes wildly different from ours, perhaps with rules of how gravity works or needing oxygen and water for life? And will travel between universes ever be possible? I don't know if travel between universes will ever be possible in the human form because we're not meant to do that but it could be a possibility. I don't know how much longer, you know, humankind is going to be operating, hopefully for a lot longer, thousands of years, because um, <clears throat> we certainly need the training ground. But I don't see anything here beyond being on Earth. Mm. So we have to step out of our meat sacks to be able yes. to do that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. All righty. Hi, Sam and Barefoot Doc. What about a place like Sedona, Arizona? I don't sense that these portals are negative. I have sensed negative portals in places where I suspect there were battles. That's from Katrina, Cat M. Right. Um, I don't disagree that there can be places where you're getting 
positive vibrations, but I don't believe those are portals. That's a different thing. Uh -huh. Thanks everyone for hanging out.